Hi, I'm Kelsey Farias. And I'm Armando Farias. And each week we will be sharing knowledge and inspiration on becoming a better you. Feeling down, defeated, or looking at how to better yourself? We got you. Already successful? Great. Let's help you achieve even more. Sit back and get prepared to hear about overcoming challenges related to self-development, such as mental health, relationships, goal setting, personal growth, fitness, and dream building. Welcome Welcome to to Self-Love Sit-Downs. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. Armando and Kelsey with you today. Today, we're bringing you a topic that's been kind of top of mind for myself in particular for probably the last year or so, just because I'm getting adjusted to my work schedule. So being in the fire service, you're on for 24 hours a day. That means that when somebody calls 911, you're going regardless of the time of day it is. So if you're deep in sleep, if you're working out, you're eating dinner, you're eating breakfast, whatever time it is, you're dropping everything that you're doing and you're going. So what's really been affecting me is my sleep. Because there's some nights that I get to bed about 10 p.m. And then I get a, we, we get a call on, on the top of every hour, it seems like. So like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. And then maybe finally get to bed at about 3 o'clock in the morning. And I, you're trying to sleep in between this. You're, ta- you're doing patient care. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff going on. So the following day, I feel like a complete zombie. And usually my, my, my days off are when I go to the gym and I work out. So we're going to be talking about some... Uh, some tips, not well, I guess not tips, more so we, we in the podcast, we always talk about like tips to sleep better, having a night, nighttime routine, things to do to get better sleep. But we, never, we, we haven't really talked about the science behind as far as what the lack of sleep does to you and how it affects you like physically, mentally, and overall, like throughout your entire day. I think it's important because a lot of people, myself included, I used to, when I was working at a prior job, I, the only time I could go to the gym was in the morning. So I had to get up at anywhere from like 4.30 to 4.45 in the morning to go to the gym at 5 a.m. That was just the only time that I could because I had my business after work. I had stuff with the kids. It was the time I could go. Well, I'm naturally what I would call more of a night owl. And so sometimes I was getting five hours of sleep. And it was amazing to me when I really started focusing on getting more sleep, how much better my workouts were, how much better I was feeling, how much different my body looked, even though my workouts hadn't really changed at all. I was doing the same workouts, but it's just like, like, I'll tell you this, a lot of people think, oh, I have to go get that workout and I have to go burn those calories. It's so much more than burning the calories. It's not just the quantity of workouts, but the quality of workout. And so sleep is really big when we're talking about a quality workout. So we're going to talk about some of the things that sleep, sleep deprivation will do to your workout, some of the risks involved, stuff like that. But I also want to say this, a lot, not everybody, but a lot of us work out to build muscle. And the reason that we want to build muscle is because that muscle is still working for us even after we're done with that workout. So I know we've talked about this before, so I'll give like the very fast version of this. You go and you do cardio, you're burning calories while you're doing that. That's great. But if you're building muscle, if you're lifting weights, 
you become what we call like a suburban. Your body takes more fuel to get you through the day. You want to be a suburban. You want to be burning through fuel, aka food, because then you have the capacity to eat more. You have more food freedom, some flexibility. Also, a lot of people want that toned look. Well, that comes from having muscle mass and exposing that And so a lot of people are very conflicted with what they want. A lot of times the actions don't align with the goal. And so when we're talking about building muscle, there's three things that need to be present to actually build muscle. You need to be consuming enough calories to build muscle. And within those calories, you need to be consuming enough protein The second thing is you need to be using progressive overload. So really challenging yourself in your workouts, not just going through the motions, being very intentional week over week, challenging yourself. And that doesn't mean that every single week you're going to be able to increase the weight. That's not what I mean. I mean, like slowing down the tempo. There's a lot of different ways that we can challenge the muscle. So not just upping the weight. And the third thing that needs to be present is good quality sleep because that when we sleep, that's when we rest, recover and repair those muscles. And so those three things need to be present in order to actually build muscle. And for a lot of people, the goal isn't to just go and run through the motions. You know, I don't know about you, but I want to look like I work out and in order to do that, you have to have those three things, right? So this runs a lot deeper than just, oh, get good sleep to have a good workout because, and I do understand there's other reasons for a workout for me, like a lot is mental health, you know, things like that. But I feel like that also plays into kind of why we're talking about this today. But like Armando said, just the other day, he was like, I think I'm going to go to the gym. And I was like, that's a waste of time. He was like, what are you talking about? I was like, you didn't get any sleep last night. He was coming off a really rough shift. I was like, I think you should go take a nap instead. And that's what he ended up doing. But I was like, you know, you have to find that balance. And I get, you know, maybe it's just a season that you're struggling and you're like, I want to keep this habit alive. But we're going to talk about the importance of sleep and what that's going to do and how it's going to affect your workouts. All right. So the first one we're going to jump into is it's uh, the lack of sleep. It actually impairs your coordination. So you sometimes you don't think about it, but it's it. It, you don't think straight. You don't think as clear as you normally would. Um, in an article that Dr. W. Christopher Winter wrote, he says that you make three times as many mental errors when you sleep poorly. So you got to think about that. And that doesn't, and that, and that goes into everything, right? If you have a poor night that you slept, not so great, your next day at work, at the gym, at uh, sports events, uh, if you're an athlete, you know, you, that's going to take a, that's going to take like a toll on you. Clarity that's going to take a toll for sure. So getting that, getting enough sleep is going to help your coordination in a different article I was reading about from the CDC's website. When you haven't slept or you've been awake for about 17 hours, it's like the same, uh, it's the same as cons- consuming uh, alcohol. So you're at 0.05% of your concentration of alcohol when you haven't slept for 17 hours. Now think about that. That's that's crazy, right? That's You can get in trouble. You get DUIs for having a limit just a little bit higher than that. So why are we going to let our lack of sleep affect us and then we continue on our day like nothing happened? I know for me, when I've had 
rough sleep, like not good quality sleep, or I'm not getting enough sleep, the brain fog is so heavy for me. I just feel kind of like, do, 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 like I'm not as sharp. I'm not, you know, I'm a very fast paced person. Like, like I think of everybody else is always going so slow to me. I'm always like, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. And I can tell when I'm not at my best, when I haven't gotten good sleep, I just feel like I could just stare at a at a wall and just kind of zone out. And that's mm-hmm. not me. So that's the first thing that I really notice for myself when I haven't gotten enough sleep. And so, you know, I really challenge you. Take a look. I, after like really putting a big focus on my sleep for a long time and like dialing it in, sleep is, oh, Armando knows, sleep is so important to me. Mm-hmm. Now it is such a priority, but it's because I've really done the work and gotten out of that I'll sleep when I'm dead mindset because I definitely kind of was like that because like I said, I'm a fast paced person. But now I've gotten to the point that I know where my sweet spot for sleep is too. I know that, and I know this is not ideal, but like nine to 10 hours of sleep, nine hours really is like kind of my sweet spot for when I feel my best. And it's because time and time I've like hit that and then gone through my day and been like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling really good today. And now I'm going to tell you like, that's not ideal. I can't get that every night, but I know that for myself. So, you know, if I have like a big event or something big, I'm going to do my damnedest to get those nine hours of sleep so that I can feel my best and be firing on all cylinders, you know? So that's like one of the beauties. It's just like one of those things being so in tune with your body that you, that you know that for yourself. Yeah. And I I think I challenge everybody that's listening to this, that if you don't know how much sleep you need, start paying attention to that. See, see how much. Start seeing the patterns. Like how many hours did I get? Mm -hmm. How do I feel today? And kind of correlating those things. Yeah. I think that'd be really good. And it's not not just the time, like the quantity, it's also the quality of hours. And I guess that also brings another point. Your watch and things like that, those are not super accurate. Do not like, you know, eat, sleep, breathe by those stats because they're, they can't be completely accurate. But what I do tell clients is use that as like kind of a starting point. You can use that as a baseline to say like, oh, okay, my watch said eight hours. I'm making a goal to get nine hours. So let me try to get one more hour. But don't just understand that those devices don't have the ability to be super, super accurate. So don't, you know. I mean, use this as a baseline. Yeah. It's just kind of a baseline and some good data. Mm -hmm. So the next one is obviously when you're not getting good sleep, that's going to slow down your reaction time. They actually say that it can slow down your reaction time by a third with sleep, with sleep loss of more than two hours. So if you're normally like a seven to eight hour and you only got five, you're going to be at two thirds capacity, which when you think about that, I don't know about you, but I mean, especially in the gym, that can be the difference of like really injuring yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, that slower reaction time. I don't know about you guys. You know what this makes me think of? One time I dropped a I dropped a kettlebell on my toe and I literally was terrified to look in my shoe because I was like, I it's feel exploded. <laughs> yeah. I feel like my toe is gonna be like hanging on by a thread. But that was probably one of those times I probably shouldn't have been there. If I couldn't move my foot out of the way fast enough, you know what I mean? So you think about that kind of stuff and that, that can be a little scary. And 
you know, even thinking of going into your work day being at two thirds capacity, that kind of feels like, man, how can I give it my all when I'm not all there? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's not something that we have so much control over, but you can control over, you, you have control over the effort that you put in to get those quality hours of sleep. It also makes me think of like, as a parent, when you have young kids, you know, and they they roll over and stuff. Well, I'm thinking like the reaction time to pick up the kid, like if they're running out to the street or if they're about to fall or something, right. Their reaction time is really quick and not having that, right. That could be the difference between you dropping your, your child falling onto the floor and not falling on the floor. Right. Oh my, that's scary. I also think of car accidents, you know, when you're driving, how many times have you been in the car where you're like, Oh, somebody cuts you off and then you like swerve really quick out of the way. And you're like, wow, that could have been really bad. What if those are one of the days that you didn't sleep so great and you didn't get out, get out of that accident fast enough and now it is an accident? That makes me kind of think of what you were already talking about is like drunk driver. Mm-hmm. A lot of these things really line up with drinking and driving as well. And it's scary that people... Slows your reaction Yeah, time. people really... really I, I still think enough like not enough people put focus on good quality sleep that there are probably people out there driving after not having enough sleep. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why truck drivers have driving logs and sleep logs yeah. they, because they don't want that to happen. They don't want people that driving 20 ton trucks on the highway get in car accidents yeah. and, and it happens, right? It still happens. Yeah. So imagine if they didn't keep logs of this stuff or make people sleep. So kind of crazy, right? Sleep is really important. Um, The next one, I know Kelsey just touched on it going into it, but it's also the sleep deprivation or not having enough sleep. It also puts you at increased risk of injuries, right? Kelsey gave that example of being at the gym, right? You're at the gym, you're pulling weights off, you're putting weights on the barbell and you drop one, right? You move your toe out of the way and you're good to go. Oh crap, that could have been really bad, but you don't move your toe out of the way. Now you smash your toe. Now you have an injury that's going to be couple of weeks until it heals itself and you're feeling a lot better, right? So keeping that stuff in mind that when you don't get enough sleep, you're more at risk of injury. I think that really sucks too, because as somebody, you know, both Armando and I have dealt with injuries. It is wild to me. We always want what we can't have, Mm -hmm. right? I remember, you know, we've all committed to a workout plan and then had no desire to go, right? I'm, I'm, I hope right now you're nodding your head. Yes. As you're listening to this, but as soon as you have an injury, I will tell you the only thing I literally craved workouts. I, all I wanted was to go to the gym and be able to pick up a barbell. At the time I was going to physical therapy. I was on like a very strict, like you cannot do this, 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 you know, I was going to physical therapy multiple times a week and I kept asking, when can I get back in the gym? And then she would be like, okay, well, we're going to try this, this, you know, but it was the only thing I wanted. It is one of those things that until somebody tells you, you can't, I get that it's hard to get in there and get to the gym, but man, it, it was all I wanted to do. All I wanted to do. Yeah. So, I mean, so when you think of increased risk of injuries, I mean, and then you think of impaired coordination, slower reaction times, it's just a, it's just like a huge trifecta of what could possibly go wrong with you. So, and also just in an article that was, that I was reading athletes who slept less than eight hours per night were more apt to experience musculoskeletal injuries. So according to a 2019 research in orthopedic journal of sports medicine, while logging at least eight hours between the sheets decreased the risk of injuries up to 60%. 60 percent is a lot that's a lot that's a lot yeah so i mean gosh sleep guys sleep and you won't get injured the next one is 
I mean, obviously it's going to impact your performance, right? You're not going to have the energy to exert and hit those PRs and have that quality workout. Because again, like I already mentioned, it's not just quantity. Like somebody can go to the gym and be in the gym for two hours, five days a week, but I will show you clients who can be in the gym for less than four hours a week, however they want to split it. If they want to do that in three workouts, four workouts, five, it is in the quality as well. And if you are going into the gym and being intentional, you don't have to be in the gym for a long time, but you have to have quality workouts, right? And to have quality workouts, you have to be rested, recovered, and be able to go in there and be intentional and challenge yourself and use progressive overload and hit new PRs. But if you're not getting the right sleep, if you're not eating enough food, things like that, if you're super dehydrated, you're just, it's not going to happen. You could want it and wish for it as much as possible, but your body is not going to be in line with those goals if it's not getting the proper hydration, fueling, and rest and recovery. And so it's going to impact those workouts for you, which is going to impact, you know, building the muscles, the PRs, all of the things, which are some of the big reasons that we go to the gym and stick to a workout regimen. Yeah, I think also with the decreased performance, you also think of, I know probably for more people that run a little bit more often or walk or hike, if you run, walk or hike uh, the same routine like multiple times a week, and then sometimes you do really well, sometimes you do not so great, start paying attention to your sleep. How Mm -hmm. was your sleep that before that? Because I know for me, uh, when I was running a lot for a marathon, like I was not sleeping so great, not eating so great. And that showed on race day. And that's, it was a decrease of performance. It sucked. And it's something that I know now that is really important that you need to do. The next one is obviously sleep is going to help you rest, recover, right? That is when your body is, is increasing. It's what's, what's it doing? It's all your muscle fibers are getting fixed up, your soreness, everything else, right? You feel better. You're starting your body's recovering. It's fixing itself through your sleep because it's just in a state of rest. You're recovering. So when you are sleep deprived or you're not sleeping enough, guess what's happening? You're not recovering the way that you should be recovering. Your, your muscles aren't getting that break that they normally do, or they're not getting the break long enough for it. And it just compounds on itself. So that's just going to lead into the next day of not being recovered. You're sore longer, right? I really think, so I'm a visual person, so I'm going to paint a picture on the recovery for you. So the, one of the, one of the hardest things I always tell new clients that come to me and haven't been working out regularly. I tell them if you can make it through the first two weeks of the workout program, those are the hardest because we all know you're not working out and then you go back into the gym and you're so freaking sore, like trust falling onto the toilet, walking like a newborn baby giraffe. Right. And so what happens, there's microfiber tears in your muscles and that's how our muscles are growing. That's how we're challenging our muscle, all of this. Well, when you sleep, you have to think of as you're going through your day, Think of like, we talk with our hands, we're blinking, blood is pumping. There's so many things going on with our body, not just internally, but externally, right? Then we're picking things up. We're walking upstairs, we're cooking, we're cleaning all of these things. So that's where your energy is going to provide the energy to your body to be able to do those things, go throughout your day, drive, keep you awake, all of that. Well, at night, kind of think of it as like the, like everything 
stops, you stop talking, your mind stops running as much, you're not walking and moving so much. And so that's where your body takes all of that energy that it was exerting all day to keep you moving and grooving and doing all these things. And it's able to take that energy internally to help with hormones and muscles and, you know, and like if you're recovering from an injury, if you're immune system is weak because maybe you're fighting off a cold. You know what I mean? So internally it's taking that. So if you're not giving your body enough time to do that, you will externally start to have like, um, ramifications of not giving it enough time to process those internal things. So you have to give your body enough time to do that. And one of the things that happens, like he already said, was you'll be more sore from your workouts because it's going to, it's going to take a priority list, right? It's going to say, okay, we need to, you know, fight off this cold and then we need to pump the blood here and we need to do this and do that. And then it's like, oh, she's really sore from that workout. Well, she's going to stay sore all freaking week because she's not giving us enough rest and recovery time to help get to those muscles. And it already sucks to be that sore. So it's just one of those things. And then you shouldn't be working out intensely on top of that. I'll say that right now. You know, people always ask like, well, I'm super sore. When can I work out? You need to give enough recovery time because I'll tell you your time inside the gym is important, but your time resting and recovering from that time in the gym is just as important, if not more important than the time you spent in the gym. And a lot of people just completely disregard that in my professional opinion. I think, uh, I'm going to touch on this real quick. I think the, you brought it up is the, how you feel sick and stuff. And I mean, what's the doctor always say? What's everybody always say when you're sick, rest, Mm -hmm. you need to rest. Sometimes on the outside, you don't realize because you're like, okay, I feel sick. I feel good. I'm going to go work out. I'm going to go do my run. I'm going to go do my stuff. You don't realize that on the inside of your body, your body is like literally going to war against this virus that's going there, this cold, whatever it is that you're fighting off. It is going to war and it's exerting all of its energy to that. So when you decide to go to the gym and be like, I'm going to go do this instead while you're sick, you're taken away from that. So your recovery, so your your longevity of being sick is going to be there longer because you're not giving your body the proper amount of time to fight off whatever it's fighting off. The next one is you're going to feel more fatigued. So not just going throughout your day, but in your workouts. So here's kind of a rule of thumb. I've had clients ask me, okay, so when should I not go to the gym? You know, cause it happens to all of us. You could have the best intentions, go to bed and your mind is just running or you're just tossing and turning or you go to sleep and then you wake up in the middle of the night and can't get back to sleep. So kind of a rule of thumb that I tell clients is if you got less than six hours of sleep, do not do that workout. It's just not going to be as effective. Instead, swap it for a walk. Go for a walk. If you are feeling more exhausted, you didn't get as good of sleep, maybe you have a shorter workout. It's all about a little bit of compromise, listening to your body. If you're definitely feeling it, go for a walk. People underestimate walks so much. It's so much better for your nervous system because here's another thing. When we sleep, there's a lot of hormones involved. Okay. When we don't get good enough sleep, you might find that you have more cravings. You're feeling more hungry throughout your day. What's happening happening is your body did not have enough time to 
your body's looking for energy, right? Your body's tired. And so it's looking for energy. Well, what is our fuel? It's food. You're going to be reaching for more foods. Your body's looking for that dopamine hit. You're going to be craving more of maybe, you know, maybe you're a salty food person. You're going to be reaching for that. There's so many things that happen when we sleep. It's so important not to disregard that. Learn to listen to your body. Okay. Don't just push harder. It, it's just not going to work in your favor. You're not going to have a good quality workout. You're going to potentially have injury, like all of these things that we've already talked about. So kind of as a bare minimum, use it as a rule of thumb, six hours, or I'm switching for a walk. Or if it's even less than that, potentially today is a rest day. Move things around. I understand it can't always happen. I understand there's careers like Armando's where it's not always possible, but you've got to find some type of balance or or some way to make it work where you've got to get better quality sleep or you're just kind of climbing an uphill battle and nobody likes to do things. I'm not saying it's a waste. I'm not saying it would be a complete waste, but I am saying that sleep matters enough that you've got to make it a priority. All right, guys, that's all we have for you today. Get your sleep, okay? Mm -hmm. Get your good quality sleep in. If you got the opportunity, take a nap. Naps are great. Those are a great way to give your body that rest and recovery that it needs if you have the opportunity. Oh, but I'll say this real quickly because it reminds me of an article that I read. Try not to take naps. Like kind of that 2 p.m. time. After 3, try not to nap because then you're going to get into affecting your nighttime sleep um, and like really messing with your circadian rhythm. And even if you are super tired, so that's another thing that I was reading in actually a couple different research things that I was going through. Think of it as your hard cutoff three o'clock, just like I try to do a hard cutoff of noon for caffeine. You should also be doing that. That impacts your sleep as well. We could like really go down such a rabbit hole. But if you are going to take a nap, yes, naps are and can be so beneficial, but try to make that hard cutoff time so that it doesn't impact your sleep and just continue rolling into sleepless nights. All right, guys, that's all we have for you today. We hope you've enjoyed this. As always, we appreciate you. Share this with a friend. Share this on your social media. We love to see it. Leave us a comment on what you took away. And with that, we will see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. If you like this episode, please leave us a review. In the world of podcasting, the only way to climb the ranks is by receiving feedback via comments and ratings, in return, reaching as many people as possible. As always, if you love this episode or know someone who would find value in this, share it with a friend and tag us. You can find us on Instagram at Kelsey underscore Teddy and Mondofarius05. For any additional feedback, you can email us at selflovesitdowns at gmail.com.